0: So, Welcome to The Basics. So, We're talking about standing out from the crowd and how we help products stand out on Amazon against competitors and other listings.
1: It's- I just don't know where really <laughs> to start. I mean, there's just so many things I think that we do that then make us one match competitors i think that's really important so when a lot of the brands that we work with are a lot smaller brands and so we have to do competitive analysis to make sure that they're mimicking what competitors are doing e.g with something called a plus which is an expanded description with imagery um you can link other products to it um extra text in there different to what you would just have with a text description obviously making sure there is seven images on there making sure there's videos on there i think that is something that when we normally onboard a client that's a key thing that we're looking at to then match and make sure is optimized to then make sure that when people are clicking through they're purchasing they're not getting dragged away to another listing
2: that's that's the whole discussion in a nutshell isn't it because the way that you could of start with uh, making that product stand out is you've got to have qualitative product oh, more yeah. than anything before you start looking at the description, before you start looking at the images, before you start looking at anything to do with content, anything visual, that product has to be qualitative or else it will just fall down like a plan in a cupboard. Yeah.
0: And it doesn't matter how big you know you are as a client
2: to us in terms of whether you have
0: tens of thousands of listings or just a few, that process still remains the same. Yeah. Um, And we've done that with very, very small clients, um, small businesses and really big businesses. Um, That kind of process remains the same. I think if you've got a product which... So Amazon will love it if you've got a good quality product at a fair price, which customers like, which will then sell well, you're very likely to do well. On, on amazon and then there's there's lots of other things you can do to help with that but the way we would kind of measure it is we if we were looking at a brand new um client that came to us and and asked us that we would look at sort of the reviews and look at the feedback from customers on what they've purchased and see if there's any kind of like trends or problems with that product so if, if they're selling furniture, you know, does it often come with missing bolts and parts and, you know, customers aren't happy with it? You know, is there something we need to go back to the sort of the quality assurance point? Um, so, yeah, we would look at it, you know, from that point of view, if it's a grocery item, how does it appear? Does it does it come, you know, OK? Is it in date? Has there been issues with shipment? Has it been stored incorrectly? Do we need to change the packaging? You know, we'll always kind of feed back based off the, the
2: reviews and what customers have kind of looked at. And pricing is a big factor as well because mm. if you've got a qualitative product but its price is way high over other competitive products, we've found in our experience, haven't we, that it doesn't really matter then because you're not going to get kind of the skin in the game. You're not going to get that momentum because people will just go, well, this is a new product. I don't understand this price point effectively. So that's it's important to have... Uh, a relative price, the the product has to be of a matching quality, and that tends to fall apart rather quickly if reviews come back in. You can't trick customers at the end of the day. People seem to think they'll go to Alibaba or whatever, find whatever they can get that's super cheap, and then that product quality is not as good. And then, as you say, those, those elements of it come with missing parts or... Something that's substandard, and and that is already time, money invested that's just wasted because you can't. The, the really core thing is you cannot trick customers. At the end of the day, people are becoming more and more savvy, aren't they, with their shopping experiences? Not just on Amazon, but in e-commerce in general. That's um, that's a really really important yes. thing to to understand. That as a core basic before you look at anything else is making sure that product quality is. It, it could be it could be any of those. We have customers who come
0: to us that have never sold on Amazon. Their listings aren't on there. It's a brand new product launch. They, they could also be in the case where they've been selling on Amazon themselves. It hasn't gone as well as they hoped it would and they want some help. Um, or it could be that their listings are on but they haven't been selling them. Someone else has and they want to regain control. So it could be a mix of three, I suppose. Um, and then... The, the aim is always the same, which is to improve the listing quality to therefore hopefully improve ranking and improve sales um, and then overall performance on the account. So I suppose in, in terms of how we would, this, the simple things we would go to to kind of improve a product and make it stand out is to look at the the, like you said, the listing optimization, the imagery, does it have video? What are the reviews like? How many reviews does it have? Um, what are the, like, the basic sort of things we can do to get some quick wins um, with that listing? Um, also, the
1: fulfillment method is a really key thing. Yeah. So if they're selling through fulfilled by themselves, so FBM, and competitors are doing FBA. It's an immediate switch as long as it's profitable to then have that being fulfilled by Amazon, to have that Prime badge. I think it's 11 million customers in the UK have...
2: Nearly four. It's probably 14 now, 14 yeah. million. Which and of half Prime million. members, it's, yeah. In it's the, two, I think it's 200 million worldwide. Worldwide. worldwide yeah, and yeah. it
1: just opens up a whole... It's a conver- it's a conversion helper. It's uh, going to help with your sales ranking. It's then going to improve sales. It's just a whole snowball effect with your account, having being an FBA and having that Prime badge. I mean, there's other ways you can get the Prime badge, but the, the easiest way is, is through Fulfillment by Amazon. And I think personally, as a Prime shopper, that is something that I will filter by or toggle off. I want it next day or at mm-hmm. least two-day delivery when it's busy peak seasons or Amazon can't deliver it. But... It's, I think that's another really quick win that as long as it's profitable for that product, have it in FBA immediately as soon as as we can.
2: That's a key thing, isn't it? In terms of, we would say to most customers, FBA, fulfillment by Amazon is the way to work because most businesses now operate in that space. So Unless they're in a category that is something like, has a low melting point. Yeah. Chocolate in yeah. summer is never a good idea.
1: Or oversized items or oversized where the fees like get ridiculous. Beds and yeah. things,
2: yeah. But apart from that, most of the time, getting items into Amazon's fulfillment warehouses means that then customers have the option to have seven-day-a-week delivery options.
1: But it also then takes away that customer feedback for delivery that then becomes a problem if you are delivering the item and you start having customer complaints about delivery, it taking too long or that um, they're not being trackable services. That kind of removes that aspect of your account health then, doesn't it? That it's off you. It's not going to impact your own account. The delivery is on Amazon. And that's also another way to as a quick win to help your account health, if we see uh, a valid tracking rate, which is meaning you're not putting the the tracking in for each order, for each fulfilled by merchant order, as soon as it's an FBA, that takes that off you. And that's not going to affect your overall account health or uh, with damages in delivery. If it turns up broken to customers, well, that's on Amazon again, you can, you can get that removed. So I think there's other benefits to it as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we know that they're very strict, aren't they, in terms of customer experience, which is another core thing that is really important with the, as well as product quality. The experience the customer gets from buying your product is crucially important. And we know that fulfilling by Amazon is key because of that very reason. And as you mentioned with valid tracking rates, when you sell an item directly to the customer from your own warehouse, Amazon makes sure that you you are implementing tracking details and that every step of that process for the customer is there and that can be quite tricky for customers can't it in terms of sorry tricky for clients because um, <clears throat> they have to make sure they hit certain targets and how they get their items dispatched and sent to customers um, because if they don't then they get as you say, they get penalised for it so Amazon gets rid of that element makes it easier technically for a business to operate yeah
0: I think another area as well with this that
2: um, we've
0: seen issues with previously with with clients is the buy box and whether they have a buy box or if there's even a buy box option on the listing. And sometimes there isn't if they've been fulfilling themselves and they they want to try and get more sales velocity through, which we know is is key to Amazon's algorithm in terms of how it ranks products. But yeah, not not having a buy box. We know that we we've, we've you know we've spoken to Amazon about this. They said if you put your listing into FBA, there's a higher chance you will be given a buy mm-hmm. box option. And in terms of standing out from competitors, if you have the buy box, most people when, when they shop, shop, you know, when you I've heard it loads recently when you go around shopping just in 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 you know normal stores, people just say, oh, it's not here. Let's just get it on Amazon. It'll come tomorrow. So then you're in a race and in, you're competing against all these other people who are trying to appear in that same space and have that buy box because most people will go on, they'll find the product they want, they'll then just click buy, they won't even have a clue where it's coming from. Um, and that's why if you have the buy box, you are going to get that sale. So I think one of the key things we monitor and track as well as how much of that buy box win percentage you've got. It's a conversation we have with most clients. Uh, in most meetings we have them on a monthly basis is about that and and you know how effective it's been what we can do to try and own it longer and 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 better and also things that they do at times or or, or things that can happen which can also mean that you'll lose the buy box so yeah that that's that's another key one to being able to stand out and you know and be the first one that's going to get that sale It's
1: also key that your price is competitive to external retailers though as well because as we know with Amazon they competitively price match to eBay or other retailers and if your price is more expensive on Amazon you might think yeah okay that's still going to get me the sale but you then risk Amazon searching elsewhere on other retailers for that competitive external price you're then not eligible for the buy box at all. So you can't just if you've got a product you also then have to be especially if it's a, a branded product that's then in other retailers this might not be you know eligible football brands selling on Amazon but for bigger brands or if you're selling into supermarkets or selling on other platforms it's also key that you're then competitive with your own prices or people you're then sourcing to because you then run the risk of damaging your own Amazon sales if you're not matching competitively.
2: It's probably a good idea to kind of explain a bit further about what the buy box is as well in terms of why it's important and how it's different to eBay or other e-commerce businesses. So terms of, it's not actually officially called the buy box, is it? It's, uh, no, it's a featured what's it? offer. What's a featured offer is featured what offer. its official name is yeah. what they call it. But effectively, we know that unlike eBay, they'll have multiple listings of an item. They have compiled a lot of them together now with if they're using barcodes, but Amazon only has one product for one product listing for however many sellers there are. So that could be, you could be selling something really popular like a pair of Sony headphones and there could be 50 people trying to sell that item, whether it's Sony themselves or through other retailers. So Amazon puts everyone into a effectively a, a competition, don't they, for them to be able to um, acquire this coveted piece of real estate on, an, on a product listing page. Their name will go underneath the add to cart, buy it now option. And then, when that person clicks that purchase, that seller out of those one out of 50 people gets that sale. And that's crucially important, as you were saying, with um, different retailers getting into that space. And most of the businesses we work with only. Compete with themselves, and you have the what because they're their own brands. They don't have, but we do have quite a few options where there are other retailers selling for them, or brands that we work with that have retailers selling for them. But it's a it's a really important thing that I think new sellers and Amazon need to understand quite heavily what the buy box is, how it works, what the fundamentals of uh, of getting it are, Um, the, the way that it tends to work in a algorithmic sense is that it tends to be down to fulfillment options so we know that having fulfillment by Amazon FBA and having the prime badge is key but then price is an option but something a lot of people don't realize it also falls down quite heavily to how well the seller profile is what their kind of review score is how well they treat customers and a lot of people don't realize that they just think if I'm the cheapest I'll get it automatically and we're talking in December 2023, this may over the next year or two change because of laws, especially in the UK, there are the CMA, the Competition and Markets Authority are doing some work and there's some changes that are coming with the buy box. So this may change if people listen to this at a later date. Um, But for now, that's that's how the, the fundamentals of this word buy box work effectively, aren't they? So... Just always mentioning that I think is a is a good foundation. Because I think a lot of people ask that when they come to us if they're, you know, they're new sellers and they go, How does how does this work? I keep hearing about buy box or mm-hmm. why has someone else got my able to sell my item or anything like that. And that's basically the core reason why, isn't it? Yeah.
1: But as you mentioned before, it's key that you have a buy box, even if you're not personally selling yep. it, especially if you're selling to other retailers, because you can buy directly from search results. And if you don't have the buy box, that's not available. You can buy directly from A+, Plus now with the premium A+, Plus, which is an expanded version of the A+, and you can have a comparison table with multiple of your products or comparing different um, products from your range. You can add to basket from there. So, and if, if you don't have the buy box, you're not eligible for that. So,
0: or you can't advertise either. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And this so. is this is obviously just like one one sort of piece of a giant puzzle in mm. terms of how how you can then compete against others, and and you know, as I say, trying to stand out and and you know be you know higher up the rankings in terms of searchability uh, against your competitors. It's it's just one very very small element, and yet there's there's many different parts to it. We you know. And like you were saying before, with account health and stuff, if you don't run your Amazon account properly, we know Amazon will remove the buy box yeah. from random products on your, on, on your in your account, and then you've got to improve that account health to be able to get the buy box back. And if you try and speak to Amazon about it, they will say they can never guarantee what is a buy box when when you will get a buy box and and all that. So yeah, it's it's one small piece,
2: but there's a lot of elements to it. Yeah. I think so many people focus on, especially when they come to us and they say, how much for a listing? What can I do with a listing? And we tell them that the reality is, is in order to make this to work and in order to be able to be at the top, standing out from the crowd, you've got to do a whole range of things. It isn't just about the listing or how the image looks or... How your video looks, or just having the prime even though those p- elements are crucially important, it is exactly about how you manage the customer experience, how you present your offer, uh, what your business is like, how it fulfills its orders. You know, there's so many um, elements, isn't there? Too to it. To...
1: I think one thing we've missed as well is just keeping things in stock physically. If you yeah. if you don't have your item in stock consistently as soon as it goes out of stock it's going to drop ranking you're going to lose sales it's then going to be harder to rank higher again and if it's almost like a yo-yo effect of in and out it's Mm. you're limiting your own performance and i think that's if not standing out from the crowd necessarily but also having a consistent available Mm. option on amazon where you can then either build brand awareness or just consistently be ranking at the top to get your product up there and eyes on it i think that's one of the most important aspects that sometimes gets missed from yeah. clients when they come in is it's things being out of stock or not managing stock well either in fba having things overstocked is also not an ideal thing and having you have to find that balance and you know making sure that you're not obviously having things overstocked in fba you get charged more and that can then be a negative um in terms of profit or just holding stock in amazon you then might not have space in your capacity in amazon to then put other things that are selling well in there so it is it is managing it but i think I personally think it's better to be overstocked than completely out of stock. Oh, and there's, there's way that yeah. ways that you can get around being overstocked. But yeah, I think that's something that is underrated when it comes to people think that, oh, if it goes out of stock for a couple of days, a week, it's it's fine, we'll, we'll bounce back. But it can have, especially on big listings with big reviews or buy box competition, as you were saying, with one thing that gets impact is you're accelerating. And if you don't have things consistently in stock, they'll just favour someone else that does. Exactly. So yeah.
0: Uh, it does. You're right, though. It does help you stand out from the crowd. Just like a simple thing like being in stock, though, because if other sellers can't keep hold of that stock or can't get, you know, decent replenishment and you are the only one or we've seen it before when, you know, uh, uh, the main seller who maybe has had that that featured off of that buy box for a long, long time, then for whatever reason can't get supply and someone else does. Your sales will just go, you know, yeah. up and it always happens. So, yeah, keep keeping supply is absolutely massive.